I'm gonna look up in the V podcast with Chris Pooks. Cake. Episode one twelve. Happy Tuesday. Jake, how's it going? Well, you know I'm alive, so all good over here in the Bay Area. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, except for last night, I could have jumped up the bridge, but it is what it is. What it is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's just jump straight into it. Let's talk about the 49ers game that happened on Monday night. Um, the second game of the Monday night um, doubleheader. Um, the Arizona 49ers versus the Buffalo Bills. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Not a fun game. No, absolutely. Well, the first note, well, I deleted the first note of Tim Harris uh, being activated on the active roster. I don't think he played at all. No. I but he was he on the roster. Either. I didn't see him out there. I thought it was I thought it was him in the slot. I totally forgot Dante Johnson was uh, on the team, so he was playing slot corner. Uh, it wasn't Akilah Witherspoon, but he was also active for the game. Um, but, yeah, I deleted that, but might as well just put it out there now. Um, Witherspoon sucks. The, one, the first note I have here, where was Debo? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Not saying that we're like, where was he? Why isn't he getting thrown? Oh, no, it actually does mean that. Um, he got one rush like the first mean? three quarters. He was in the backfield, and it was a little um, uh, zone read to the left, and he was given the ball, and he got like three yards, and then that was it. You could not see him the rest of the night. Until the fourth. Until the late, like I said, uh, I put here... Um, don't let the stats deceive you. All of what he had last night came really in the fourth quarter. Um, he did end up with six catches and seven for 73 yards, averaging 12.2 yards a catch, but he just wasn't there for some reason the first three quarters. What do you think that, Jake? I think this is why. I think they put Tredavious White on him and said, you follow Debo wherever he goes. And Nick Mullins is like, you know what? I'm not going to throw it to that side of the field. So it's going to be Ayuk against the other corner in Wallace, and also the next George Kittle in Charlie Warner. Yeah, I, mean, I 100% agree. Obviously, Tavarius White did have an interception this game uh, at the goal line against our running back. I want to see I want to see C.J. Beathard. Um, but I'm not even going to say anything to that. Um, but Mega Beathard. We said this prior to the game before on the episode that even with Javius Moore or uh, just Trey White out there on Debo, that Shanahan should be able to get him open. Well, that didn't happen until the fourth, obviously, when they're playing cushion coverage and letting everything happen in front of them. So, well, I wish it happened uh, a lot earlier in the game. It happened way too late. We lost by 10, and it's what it is. Um but yeah, I'll just go through some stuff that I highlighted here. The 49ers did start on defense, so we did defer, um, which I think we we always want to do in every single game. We want to have this, the ball starting in the second half. Um, but I think we went into halftime. What was the score? 17-7. 17-7, 17 or 17-14? Oh, 7. 7, 17-7. So... Yeah, I think we had a chance to at least get some points on the final drive, but it didn't happen. I think it was like a quick three now for us, so this feels bad. Um, but yeah, there we had a goal line stand the first drive. It was sick. 
Uh, they went fourth and one. They didn't get him on play action. And then we march all the way down. Fourth and goal. We handed off to Jeff Wilson Jr., who was not a TD. What was really surprising is that Raheem Mostert did start the at running back. He did only have nine carries though for 42 yards. And Jake can attest to this. We, the question is, is he hurt again? Like, there was no, like, the commentators during the game didn't say anything that, you know, he was hurt or anything. He did play a lot last week. But all of a sudden, this week, he's just not getting any any touches all of a sudden. What are your thoughts on that, Jake? Yeah, I didn't hear anything after the game if he was injured or not. So it might have been they just wanted to... They kind of got they kind of got away from the running game because they had to, because um, they were down. They had to throw the ball, come back at least in the second half. But yeah, so I'm not sure if he's hurt or not. It doesn't say he's hurt, uh, but maybe they just wanted to save him or something. I'm not sure, or maybe they thought Wilson would be a better matchup. Because uh, I think Wilson did run the ball pretty well yesterday. Um, yeah, he averaged six point seven yards a carry. So they might oh. they might have just gone with the hot hand and said, "Hey, we'll just go with Wilson this game because Mostert." I had like what nine carries for forty something yards. Yeah, nine carries for forty two yards. But it, what intrigues me is that when they're even at the goal line, Jeff Wilson did have that drive where it started with Raheem. Once they passed into Bills territory, Jeff Wilson Jr. came in, and then right when they got to the goal line, Raheem Mostert went in. So it's not like he wasn't hurt at all. So it's just really, it's really glaring why Raheem Mostert isn't getting him the amount of touches that he should be getting because he's a he's a three down he's a three down back. Or maybe he can catch out of the backfield too. Yeah. Maybe so it's he was really hurt. interesting that I can't hear. What'd you say? Maybe he was hurt, but he wasn't hurt enough to be put on an injury. Yeah, no, exactly. No, I, 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 again, we don't know, right? So I yeah. mean, if he was okay, but then again, they didn't say anything after the game, which they usually do. Right? I'm gonna I look mean, it up just to make sure I'm not to make sure they didn't say anything. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I'm pretty sure they didn't. Yeah, because I didn't hear. I didn't hear about any injuries really. Yeah, I even put it here. Jeff, we see we saw a lot of Jeff Wilson Jr. on the first drive. I thought, you know, with how it went, Jeff Wilson, I mean, Raheem Mostert's the guy, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that very first play, um, or after that denied touchdown, the very next play, the uh, the 49ers uh, recovered a Zach Moss fumble, um, Fred Warner recovery. That was the second uh, so fumble. So you'd love to see it. Yeah, there's uh, no, the first one was he was down. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. he fumbled it, right? And then uh, this fumble, uh, he just. Did not have it at all. Just dropped on the ground. Fred Warner uh, got it. And then pretty fast uh, two plays that were just runs in the inside to Jeff Wilson Jr. Next thing you know, it was a nice uh, play action on third and goal from uh, for an IU TD from Nick Mullins. That was pretty dope. So, you know, started off, uh, started off a little slow, but the offense got there on their second drive. Um, but next, my next thing was uh, DJ Jones got hurt. Right after he just got back from the injured from injured reserve, such so the COVID list. Uh, I think I saw it was a high ankle sprain, the one millionth high ankle sprain up on the 49ers this year. His season might be over. Um, yeah, his Niners career might be over. So, um, next thing I have, I mean, Cole Beasley uh, was an absolute monster in the first half. I think seven catches, seven for seven on catches with 113 yards and a TD. Uh, yeah, he was absolutely going off. Um, Fred Warner did have a would be interception, but there's a flag on Richard Sherman, so it was negated. And then what really, really pissed me off during this game 
That's Evan Coleman got to play. Yeah, it didn't go well. So on his first Although, play of the game. I'll let you, I'll let you no, say what happened. I'll let he you didn't say. do shit. I'll let you say what happened. On his first play of the game, it was a toss, I think. Toss to the left. He gets minus nine yards. Fuck you, Tevin Coleman. Jake, go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, although all that that play, although that play was 100% his fault, Ayuk just missed a completely whiffed on a block. But it just goes to show, whenever Tevin Coleman gets into a game, bad things are going to happen. And bad things did happen. He had two carries for negative 11 yards. So, yeah. Um, no here again. Defense sucks again all of a sudden. Um, feels bad. Uh, Nick Mullins did throw an interception due to uh, Brandon Ayuk um, batted up in the air. Uh, pass. He couldn't catch it. Caught up in the air. Uh, Milano intercepted that, I'm pretty sure. Uh, we go on the very next drive. Huge TD from Nick Mullins to pull within 10 to uh, Kyle Juszczyk on a little uh, error route into the end zone. And then on the next drive, I'm pretty sure on the defensive drive, Deion Jordan gets a huge set, making it third and 18. But. No, it was on first down. And then they didn't get anything on the second down. And on third down, there was a flag. I think that's pretty sure what happened. Um, but yeah, was that the one where. The was that the one where. Um, street. Got the rough in the passer? Yeah, I think it was exact. I think the two plays later because De, uh, Deion Jordan had that great sack. That, that was the dumbest play. On, uh, on Josh Allen. I thought he fumbled it, but he was already down. Yeah. But yeah, Contavia Street. God. Ugh. But yeah, and then to think that we were within 10, um, the same drive, I'm pretty sure. Sherman Moore. And Dante Johnson all get beat on the TV in the fourth quarter. It looked like cover two, but I saw Darius Butler, uh, former cornerback. Um, so they were in a quarters defense. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Richard Sherman was just um, in no man's land. Just so okay, bases in cover two, right? So there's the corner. You had that nickel corner there. So one, so being the outside corner, Richard Sherman is. He has to be the flat defender in cover two. The safety takes care of whatever is deep. So what happened here is when you look at the play, Moore is on who's on the left side of the defense starts going to the right to his to his right towards the middle of the field. Richard Sherman obviously just backs up a little bit, freezes because Cole Beasley does a little out or like a ten yard out. Again, in cover two, when you're a corner, you are the flat defender, so you have to stop. You have to keep everything in front of you, especially if it's number two receiver. So he let number one receiver um, Davis go. For and it's, he was just absolutely let loose um, for I think a thirty yard touchdown. So pretty much free TD on that play. So um, yeah, that just blew out of proportion. Seventeen point lead. Um, but yeah, that was really disappointing to see, especially in Richard Sherman. But um, one highlight. Well, Jake would say, in his opinion, this is the highlight of the game. It was Charlie Warner. He said it over Charlie Warner, uh, a.k.a. little George Kittle, had his first catch in the NFL. Um, and then he actually, in the same drive, had another catch uh, to make it, to bring the 49ers into the red zone. So um, career high for him in the NFL, two catches for 33 yards. Wow, congratulations. 
Mm, I think the fun fact was in college, the highest he's ever had in the game was also two, so he matches that in his college career in the NFL. He looked pretty good on those catches too, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, he looked good. I mean, he had one, um, both obviously for first downs. The other one was a pretty, it's like a third and four, just like a little out to the right side. And then um, another one on a play action to the left on a crossing route. Like I said, he got the 49ers into the red zone. So, I mean, good to see not only him, I mean, taking a chance finally, because George Kittle still hurt um, him and Ross Dwelly at the tight end position. So, yeah, them both, too, obviously filling the void for George Kittle as of right now. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, I guess, was a bright spot. I guess um, George Kittle is on track to come, to, to possibly come back this year. And so is Jimmy Garoppolo. I know, Jake, you've seen those tweets, right? Yeah, I saw the tweets. Um, they worked out before the game, apparently. So yes. we shall see what happens. Yeah. Um, and then again, uh, on Tevin Coleman's second carry of the game, in the red zone, in, in, in the red zone, he gets a carry in the red zone. In, in the red zone, he gets a carry. Not Raheem Mostert, not Jeff, Jeff Wilson Jr., which he already did, but Tevin Coleman gets one in the red zone. But for a positive game, absolutely not. For an absolutely negative game, not surprised. Um, but yeah, um, Kendrick Bourne got a touchdown. Uh, good to see that he gets some. Oh, actually, no. He was actually short of the touchdown. And then a good old false start on a QB sneak at the goal line. Holy fuck, man. Yeah, those were uh it was the um yeah, those were the two best plays. Well, yeah. So back this is back to back. Jake is referring to back to back probably shittiest plays of the game. Obviously the false start on QB sneak, granted, on a QB sneak. Um so obviously they bring it back. It was it was like third and one at the goal line. Obviously they bring it back. Um uh, so it's now from the five. So they go empty set. Um Jeff Wilson Jr. was in the backfield. He empties all the way out to the right side. So now, like I said before, Tredavious White was or is covering Jeff Wilson Jr. Jeff Wilson Jr. runs a crossing route all the way across the field. I tweeted out a video. And it's absolutely insane because Trey White just falls him the entire time and was able to cut in front of him for an interception and in the red zone. Um, my last note I have here. Um, it's GG's. Uh, the 49ers lost uh, 34-24, to 10-point loss. In Arizona, their first time in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, those 48 hours, I think we had a chance in the playoffs. It was pretty fun. But Yeah, I, it was pretty fun. The Seahawks lose. I mean, the Cardinals lose. It's not over-over, uh, just tougher now. Uh, it's just going to be way tougher now. But, I mean, the... Obviously, you got to win out. You have the football team. You have the Seahawks, the Cardinals left. And, and then the Cowboys. And the Cowboys. So, two more NFC East opponents. Uh, the football team is also 5-7. and seven. We'll talk about them on Thursday. Um, the Cowboys are actually playing right now. They're playing the Ravens as we speak. And then, yeah. Obviously... I think we lost 17-point loss against the Seahawks and then a 
ten point loss to the Cardinals first week of the year. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, um, let's just look at the stats. Uh, Nick Mullins threw for three hundred plus yards. He did have three touchdowns, but it was uh, intercepted twice. Uh, again, Jeff Wilson Jr. seven carries, forty-seven yards. Raheem Mostert he had the nine carries though, but for only forty-two yards. Um, again, Debo had that one carry for three yards the whole entire three first quarters. Um, again, the biggest bright spot again Brandon Ayuk, um, five catches, ninety-five yards, and a touchdown. Had a great catch for forty-nine yards uh, onto the left sideline, um, over the shoulder catch from Nick Mullen. That actually was a really good ball too, um, in my opinion. Um, you could say he's the second best receiver in the class. Obviously, you could say Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in this class as of right now. Has already um, eclipsed. Jake is, is agreeing in his good old head nod. I mean, yeah. Just, I'll say Jefferson Jr., best receiver in this class as of right now. He's already eclipsed 1,000 yards receiving. Um, and his quarterback is Kirk Cousins. But, I mean, right now you could have done it with Jimmy G and Nick Mullins. And here and there with C.J. Beathard. Um, yeah, Justin Jefferson's pretty good. Yeah, he's a really good receiver. But yeah, you could again, you can you can definitely say Brandon you, um second best receiver all 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 overall in this in this draft. Obviously, you have Chase Claypool, you have CD Lamb, you have Jerry Judy. Um, but I'll be a little biased, but I'll, you can also look at the tape. I mean, the past four games, Jake likes to do this. On a four-game pace, the guy would have, what, 90 catches, Jake? 90 catches, 50, 1,500 yards, and 12 touchdowns in the past four games? It would have been 16-game pace, 104 catches, 1,504 yards, and 12 touchdowns. So, I mean, obviously you're not going to get the protection every single week, right? But, I mean, if in a four-game span, Ayuk has been fucking killing it, so... Yeah, um, obviously second in receiving Debo Samuel, six catches for seventy-three yards. Again, all coming really in the fourth corner when they're playing when the Bills were playing cushion cushion defense. Um So do you have anything else to add to this game, Drake? Um no, not really. Zach Wilson's season though. Absolutely. It's all according to plan. Well let's move on then to our NFL picks of the week. Um, here, uh, before the games ever started, uh, our records prior to week 13. Yes. Uh, I'm 49 and 24. Jake is 45 and 28. Uh, so he, I do have a four game lead against him as of right now, but as you will see, something has changed. But let's talk about our lock of the weeks. Um, I took the Seahawks over the Giants. God, what the fuck? Um, the Giants are tied for first. They've won four straight. Uh, being one, yeah, they're five and seven. They're tied for first with the football team. They're both five and seven. Um, so they've won four straight, including this win with over the Seahawks um, in a game I would have thought was going to be pretty much a blowout, in my opinion. They won seventeen to twelve. Seahawks can only muster up twelve points of offense with MVP Russ. Probably no longer. No kip. Uh, only throw it f- for... Jesus. Excuse me. The numbers don't look that good. In my opinion. Especially for the Giants. 
Cole McCoy went 12 for 22 with 105 yards, and he beat the Seahawks. They're a well-coached team, the Giants. And Joe Judge is kind of good, huh? Yep, I've been on that since he has the uh, Dolphins vibe to him, which, speaking of the Dolphins... Doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense, but yes. I mean, Brian Flores is kind of the same coach in a way. Anyways, now the Dolphins... Explain. They come from Belichick. Uh, they're not like the hot shot coordinator. They're like special teams guy and like a linebackers coach. Now they go to their job. First year, they're not expected to do much. They play tough. They play hard. One team might go to the playoffs. Now the Dolphins are building a culture with Robert Flores, Brian Flores, and now they're going to be a perennial, a perennial contender for years to come. With Brian Flores as the coach, just like the Giants are going to be too with Joe Judge. Nice. So, what else were you going to say? My lock of the week was Miami over Cincinnati. This game was easy. Miami, even though they won seventeen to nine, it wasn't really that close, to be honest. Um, Tua had two hundred ninety six yards for a touchdown. I think uh, he played well. Uh, their defense is good, and they're probably going to make the playoffs in their second year. And that was my lock of the week. They have a good running back in Miles Gaskins. I like him. The last mm. running back picked in the draft, too. Oh, yeah. 21 carries for 90 yards. You like to see it. Yeah, uh, shout out to a time. Also, shout out Mike Gusecki. I traded for him in my uh, fantasy league, and he uh, had a great game. He's pretty good. <laughs> LOL. But yeah, let's move on to the upsets of the week. Um, I picked the Cardinals over the Rams. That obviously did not happen as well, so I'm over two as right now. Um, that score of the game, let me check, was 38 to 28. The Rams uh, won by um, pretty uh, 10 points. It's a pretty big margin, I would say. Uh, Jerry Goff, three for 350 yards. Uh, Cam Akers, I'm pretty sure this is a career high in attempts this year. 21 attempts and 72 yards on touchdown. Uh, Robert Woods doing Robert Woods things. 11 targets for 10 catches and 85 yards. Um, again, Cardinals are now 6-6. Six and six. The Rams are now leading the division. Um, Kyler Murray, I mean, he did throw for three touchdowns, but only 473 yards. Um, Ken Drank didn't really do shit. He had a touchdown, but only 10 carries for 50 yards. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, eight catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Dan Arnold had two TDs for 61 yards. I mean, I thought the Cardinals could do something. They couldn't. It looks like the Rams, after suffering a major loss by the 49ers, LOL, get swept, you fucking idiots. Um, guess figured it out against the Cardinals. Yeah, both teams are kind of eh. But the Rams might. The Rams are pretty good. The Rams are all right. Uh, but for I think my upset. What, in the playoffs, they're what? The, they're, not the, they're not the one seed. They're like the third. They're either the three or fourth seed, I'm pretty sure. They might be the second seed. Second seed? You might be right. Yeah. But um, my upset was Detroit over Chicago. Future 49er quarterback, Matt Stafford, had four touchdowns. Played incredible that game. Um, Detroit wins that. They're 5-7. and seven. They're only a game out of the playoff spot um, with Daryl Bevel as their head coach now. And, they're in um, the hunt. Yeah, they're in the hunt. And Matt Stafford's pretty good. Yeah, thirty-four to thirty. Wow, pretty big game. Chicago Bears frauds after being five and one. LOL. Nice one, GIF. Nah, dude. It's but yeah, nah, dude, to... dude. It's it's Griff. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, nice one, Griff. Jackass. Well, let's move on to the Raiders versus Jets game. 
in a game that uh, I mean would have should have been a lock for the Raiders, right? Should have been an absolute lock. Uh, but they just decided to play like really, really massive dog shit this game. Would you agree, Jake? I would agree with that statement. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they did win thirty-eight to thirty-one to twenty-eight, but on the last second, hail mary from who would have thought Derek Carr to Henry Ruggs for a touchdown? Is that correct? Yes, for Henry Ruggs for a touchdown. Correct. Um, but yeah, the on that play on the hail mary, um, Greg Williams decided to call uh, cover zero. I didn't bring the heat on a Hail Mary, which is kind of, which is really stupid in my opinion. Um, and pretty much in everyone's opinion, because he did get fired the following day, LOL. Um, so yeah, Greg Williams is out in, in, in New Jersey. Um, the Raiders did win. It is what it is. Jake, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, if you're a Raiders fan, if you're a Raiders fan, you can't celebrate this victory. You just you you can't. You yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure Justin was uh, about to end it after the game. Yeah, you you can't you can't be celebrating this victory that you beat the 0-12 Jets on a hail mary because they forgot how to play defense. You can't be you can't be proud of this victory. You can't celebrate this victory. You probably can't even talk about this victory. Um, the Raiders just aren't a good team. Well, let me rephrase that. They haven't been playing like a good team for the past couple of weeks. Um, Ever since the well, they played well against the Chiefs, but they didn't play well against the Falcons. They didn't play well against the Jets, um, so they've been struggling a little bit. I still think they're a year away, uh, but I think we said that last year too. So they're a year away from being a year away. They um, have the pieces. I feel like they have the pieces. Um, Darren Waller is really good. Obviously, again, like you've been saying specifically, and I definitely agree that Henry Ruggs needs to be used a lot more on this offense. Um, obviously, they added Nelson Aguilar, who can actually finally catch a ball. Um, they were without Josh Jacobs this game. Uh, I mean, they, that could be a factor. Obviously, that, that that leads to Derek Carr being able to throw the ball uh, without a big running game. Um, like in the defense, iffy still. I mean, obviously, to solve Corey Littleton, I think I haven't heard, really heard anything from what he's done. Uh Clarence Farrell. I mean, I, th- I I think he's somewhat of a bright spot. I think he's gotten better from one year, uh, year one to year two. Um, Max Crosby is a fraud. Um, is it Trayvon Mullins is a corner. I think he had an interception this game. I mean, imagine if they had Khalil Mack or something like that. Maybe they could have added to that defense. But I mean, if if they had him, that'd be great. But um. Obviously, he's with the Chicago Bears. But, yeah. But, yeah, as, I, as I've been saying, I'm not worried about Henry Ruggs. I still think he's a really good player. even though he only has 20 catches on the season. But he's averaging yeah. almost 19 ca- yards per catch. So, you'll take that. Um, this is give him the ball. Ball, ball to him more. Give the ball to him more. Um, <laughs> give, him, give him Baltimore. Give him Baltimore. <laughs> the ball to him more. Um, but he's been good. And the Jets are just awful. And the Raiders are... Yeah. yeah, I agree. Well, let's move on to uh, the game of the week. 
chosen by Jake, which wasn't really that really fun to watch, to be honest. No, um, it was it was thirty eight seven. <laughs> at one point um it was browns titans uh, was the game that was chosen i mean obviously prior this was gonna be it's a eight both eight and three teams um uh, both vying for a playoff spot both vying uh to possibly um um win the division still if they would like probably not gonna happen for the titans anymore um the browns obviously the, the steelers did just lose but i'm pretty sure they got destroyed by the steelers the first time they played um but yeah jake and i both picked the titans um, let's just go take a look at the stats. I guess uh, Baker Mayfield decided to go off in the first half. I think he threw for four touchdowns in the first half. Um, three, three, four, 330 yards, four touchdowns. Nick Chubb had 80 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Rashard Higgins, 75 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Peoples-Jones, uh, 92 yards and a touchdown. Jarvis Landry, 62 yards and a touchdown on eight catches. And then the Titans, on the other hand, just absolutely just struggling the first half into the third quarter. Uh, the fourth, really, they just decided to just you know score points then, but it was just a little too late, obviously. Um, Ryan Tannehill, I mean, threw for 380 yards, three touchdowns. Derrick Henry, non-factor. Obviously, when you're being that low, they're not going to run the ball as much. So um, they go to Jerry McNichols. Uh, in the past game instead, not really, to be honest. Corey Davis actually had a great game, though. 11 catches on 12 targets for 182 yards and a touchdown. Feature 49er, we don't know yet. Um, A.J. Brown, four catches for 87 yards. Um, thought it was going to be a good game. Again, it was 7-7 at one point, and then the Browns just decided to just go off. But, um, yeah, Jake, your thoughts on this game, or if you have any at all? Um, yeah, Titans were just down, so they couldn't use Henry. They had to have, they had to throw the ball throw the ball a lot. Um, they're not built to do that really. They want to run the ball, play good defense, and control the clock. Uh, but when you're down thirty eight to seven, you can't do that. Um, the Browns are pretty good. Titans are probably gonna win the division. Uh, the division is not great. They have the Colts still worry no, the, about. The Colts are gonna win the division, dude. What are you saying? Maybe we shall see on that. But um, yeah, Browns are pretty good. Um, that's all I have to add for the game. Yeah, well, yeah, let's move on to Sunday night. And I don't really want to talk about this game, but um, it was. Yeah, the Chiefs played the Broncos and the Chiefs won, and that's all we have to add for this game. Yeah, that's really it. I mean, yeah. there's nothing really to talk about, to be honest. Yeah, then for Monday Night Football, two games. Steelers played the football team. Football team won that game. We both picked the Steelers to win. Um, kind of made an error there. Both teams five and seven. Niners versus Bills. Niners lost. So that's that's Monday Night Football. Yeah. So our records for this week: I went two and five. Ajik went four and three. He went positive. So I think we are now. I'm at fifty one and twenty nine, while Jake is forty nine and thirty one. Uh, within two games, with four weeks to go. It's getting close. Will Jake three P or will I get my first victory in our Pick'em series? Um. Well, we kind of talked about the NFL notes that I had on here. Um, the Rams beat the Cardinals. Uh, the the Giants beat the Jets. I did add Joe Judge eyes emoji. Uh, Jake obviously I'm very high on him. Um, again, we already noted we already noted that the Steelers lose to the football team, ending their winning streak at eleven this season. Alex Smith, comeback player of the year. I don't have anything else to add to the episode. Jake, do you have anything else to add to the episode? Nope, nothing else. 
All right, perfect. Well, thank you for listening to the BA Podcast. It's your co-host, James. With Jake, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Follow us at the BA Podcast on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Subscribe to us on the podcast app. Follow us on Spotify and also follow us on the SoundCloud app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do a few times to get assistance. Launch your government industry past 34 months. We're going to talk worldwide. We'll take the podcast source for recognition, but as you know, we should have started a podcast. We're going to talk worldwide. If you don't, we'll give it a five. That's the next episode. James? Welcome to Verdonsk. Verdonsk.